You're listening to the Unbottled Podcast, episode seven. We're talking about curiosity. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Uh, it is Jordan on the mic, aka J Rose, aka Rose. What's good, Rose? What's good? What's good, all y'all? Uh, pass it around to the mic. Who else is out here on the mics? I'm here as always, Danny. You know I'm here. Uh, this is Demarcus, aka Grantee's Hands, aka Stop. Big facts. How do you determine that? By the way, the first time is. It was uh, okay. I'll stop. And the second time, I can't remember what you did last episode. I, to be but, honest, I just do it like Nike. It just just whatever's in my pocket, <laughs> <laughs> whatever's in my pocket, wherever I feel. I just yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like today was pretty kind of chill, kind of crazy with the freshmen at the school. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like just just stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta learn from you, man. Fresh, yeah. fresh, I mean, it's, the it's, it's not teachable. It's just I think it's God given. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. I feel like, like I feel like middle school that like ninth like ninth graders need to go back to like like junior high needs to be six through nine. Oh wow. Anyways, that's what was junior high for to, you? What like what was junior the, high for me was six through eighth, but I feel yeah, like junior yeah. high should be six through nine. I've seen so many models of it because I've seen like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. I've seen oh, six yeah. through eight. And then nine through twelve, which is what I had, kind of like the standard system. Yeah. And then I've seen six through eight, nine has their own school. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of what my high school did after I yeah. left. They developed a whole freshman wing, and mm-hmm. then all the freshmen were just kind of like locked in that yeah, side yeah, of the yeah. building. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, and that's how the school I'm at is, but the population is just stupid. So it's like, let's uh, let's put these freshmen over here. Yeah. So yeah, but mine's like that. Actually. It was, I think mine's was fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Oh, right. Yeah. They had a building for the fifth grade. And then it's like, once you graduated, you was in the middle school, like the middle school, but it was still middle school. Right. That's wrong. But I think freshman needs to stay high school because then you got middle schoolers dropping to school. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that would be, you know, like it's like a. It's weird. Wait, you, there's ever a, a adultish. I, mean, I didn't start driving. Did you to, get a, I didn't start did driving until 10th t- grade. You, you're at 16. You're 15 when you go into. That's like, what I'm you're 14, 15. Yeah, you get yeah. your permit. You're, you're not driving to school. But I'm just saying, just, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, some people let, let the kids drive. Because I feel like, like t- 10th, 11th, and 12th, you're at, a, you're, at a, you're at a good mental capacity to handle the. The things of high school. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I feel like and as a ninth grader, like you're still like, it's like you, you start this thing over where you're just at the bottom of the totem pole every time. So it's like you go through elementary one through five and you're like, oh, I graduated elementary school. And then you're at the bottom of the totem pole again. Right. Going through six through eighth. And then you're like, oh, I'm done. And then you're at the bottom of the totem pole again. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just That's like. inevitable though, right? I yeah. know. But like, I feel like. Me, 10th grade me was able to handle a lot more things than like ninth grade me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the, I don't know. I feel like I was in a better place because I just came out of middle school and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm older now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Versus like being in middle, like being in like calling, not calling it middle school, but calling it like junior high school where yeah. it's like 
you're still like you're going to junior high. You know what I mean? I, and I think that's how they used to do it back in the day. Mm. You know, during my you know the 1980s <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> uh, shout out to anybody who's listening who, who was raised in that time. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so glad we got to meet the crew. You know, the Umbato crew. Uh, well, I mean, we just had a great little interesting conversation did. about middle school, but I mean, we also had a great conversation for that about we, Marvel. Yeah, and very interesting. And also, May Fourth is coming up. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know if I'm doing that right. <laughs> we'll put the, <laughs> the, 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 the theme dun, dun. music in there. Yeah. Which one do you want? The, the 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 main theme. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it kind of sounded maybe you were doing the Darth Vader theme. Anyways. It's all it's all identifiable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean if you guys are interested in some of our thoughts about MCU and Star Wars universes. Um, check out the bottle opener that we recorded for this episode. And uh, yeah. yeah, we enjoy having those conversations. It's, it's we do. Fun. It's fun. Yeah. It kind of lightens the mood a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Shakes the, Shakes the rust off. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. So, what about in the way of announcements? So, yeah, man, um, nothing too crazy, but I think it is crazy. Um, <laughs> we finally, we finally <laughs> landed. Um, a text, what do you call it? Like a text logo? Text logo. Text, text logo. Yeah. yeah. Logo mark. So what, you know, what, what you're going to see from now on, we've had a placeholder in placeholder place. Placeholder just sitting yeah. there. Just sitting there on our, on all of our social media platforms. Just, but, just trying to hold it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just hold, you know, all things are held together by the good of those. I don't know. What <laughs> by, by God's word. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Romans 828. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, trying to go somewhere and then yeah. like, hey, like it just stopped. Hopefully at this point. Yeah, right. I just need to stop. <laughs> just stop. Well, do, by this point that this is airing, uh, you viewer probably have already seen all of those font changes and branding, you know, or rebranding things that we've done. But we are excited about it in this present moment. Um, For sure. Yeah, we're really trying to go with uh, something that identifies us well. I think we talked a lot about like um, the spectrum between kind of contemporary, modern, down-to-earth, casual, you know, conversation to also a little bit of sophistication, a little bit yeah. of intellectual yeah. depth. And it's, uh, it's it's weird that you say that because it's like. I didn't know that fonts can do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be that I'm thinking too deep yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know, there but still, is some. But, but there's still, an artistic there's aspect. Artistic, yeah, yeah. Pictures speak a thousand words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, so, no, but but at the same time, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's that artistic, like you said, the artistic value, where it's like, you know, that one thing. They, if that's that's what they see. Yeah, yeah that that yeah. that speaks to who we are, just in a general sense. Yeah, but because it's like, ooh, they like that font. What's yeah. up with them? <laughs> Anyways. I mean, and it's crazy too because... By the way, this, this font is not Times New Roman or any font. It's just the own word. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're going to drop papyrus on them. <laughs> As the office. biggest... I guess it's too late for April Fool's. Office. Oh, yeah. Wow. Some Office 9087 type. <laughs> right? And the biggest mm-hmm. thing with the font though is... Um, and I'm just deep too, but everyone's going to taste it differently. You know, like people's going to see it. Ooh, I see what you did there. You know, mm. um, you know, just, it's just, and so it, it kind of, and even with the Bible, it kind of like, 
shakes me up a little bit how we just interpret stuff different but it's so cool because you know like True. everyone ha- yeah and so it does it. like rub you your wrong way because you want to be clicky but it's like they got something different and that's cool so that's a whole topic in and of itself yeah, yeah you're, you're going deep put that on the list of <laughs> podcasts yeah, yeah, we're gonna pull yourself to safety <laughs> yeah just stop i'm gonna um, write that one down yeah so uh, yeah, so we're excited about that. Um, we actually went through a couple of different logos, and so it was an interesting um, eliminations for that. So yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. probably should have videoed that just for funsies, but we should have. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we can we can also post the one that we were very strongly considering. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. see what people say about that one. But yeah, so. Yeah, so that's that's our big announcement um, with that, and just just to fill in that, um, I mean, when any platform that you see, just man, if you want to say something, just say it. we're open yes. to yeah. taking anything. So um, yeah, definitely, you know, we we shouted out some people last episode, so uh, we see y'all. So we want to keep seeing y'all. So nice. be seen. Nicely said, man. Yeah, we see just, you. I just had to. I just had to tootsie slide that in there. You know, I don't know. I like it. I like it. Just it. came to that, me. That's all. I, I I agree that always should be a part of our our announcement. Yeah. Just just being like, hey, we see you. And we're always going to shout y'all yeah. out. And mm-hmm. We tend to do it in this part of the this part of the you know episode. Yeah, yeah. we we tend to shout people out and want to you know give people their flowers for engaging us and responding to feedback and all the different things. So yeah, definitely. So I mean, man. We just, it's been good already. Like, I feel like the podcast has already kind of started, but it, I mean, it hasn't. But, you know, um, we're going to talk about curiosity today. And I mean, there's there's a lot. Why? To- so curious. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to try. Yeah, I was waiting for it too. I tried to pause and kind of make a cool transition. I, I was coming. I was coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, pause on that, by the way. Yeah, so curiosity. I know we all have our own thing, but man, who wants to pop the top on it? I think I'll pour out. Okay. This time. Yeah, pour I don't out. usually start these off, but mm. I think shaky, uh, shaky. <laughs> yeah. Well, we saw what happened last episode, so I'm yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more confident yeah, this time. Yeah. Um, really, my what I wanted to start the conversation off with is um, kind of tying in some of the ideas from my recovery that I've mentioned a couple times before. And the reason why curiosity is on my mind there is because backtracking a little bit, um, a critical aspect of my recovery is um, spending time with other people, getting kind of a clear perspective of what really happened in my life that led me down the hole that I fell down to where I was addicted to these things like pornography and uh, masturbation. And Mm -hmm. one of the things is uh, part of that process is um, evaluating um, again, that kind of proper responsibility placement idea that I keep mentioning every once in a while. Like what is, what is really on my hands that I've done and, and kind of what is something that I'm inheriting or just something I'm working with that's outside of my control. Right. Right. And uh, curiosity is one of those things, like as I've gone back and learned to view my uh, addiction through a more multidimensional lens than just the way I used to, which is just reducing it to this is a moral failure on my part. And that's all it is, Mm -hmm. you know, 
kind of looking back with some complexity and realizing you know, there's a lot more going on here. Um, some of which is not inherently negative. I mean, it's, I've taken it in a wrong direction, right. but there's aspects to um, my character that are divine attributes, you know, good, positive God given things that I, you know, misuse or just one misstep here that kind of led me down this path. Mm -hmm. One of those things is uh, curiosity. Um, I heard this, I'm going to shout out a guy. I, uh, there's a, a podcast called um, Porn Free Radio and the, the host is named Matt. And one of the things he talked about in some of his earlier episodes was the parallel of uh, Jekyll and Hyde which is actually one of my favorite stories in high school. Yeah. And that was before things got really bad for me addiction wise. And so later in life, kind of looking back now, I have like a, an even heightened appreciation, appreciation for, for that, mm. that, uh, that way of storytelling. But thinking about like, um, whenever think people think about that story, it's often that Hyde is Mr. Hyde, as opposed to Dr. Jekyll is seen as like, just, you know, evil like mm -hmm. there's nothing redeemable about that character um what you know matt on porn free radio talked about was that there was there's an aspect of um Hyde's character that uh is is good like he's he's very creative <laughs> you yeah. know there's a level of chaotic there's mm -hmm. a level of living in the moment you know yeah. there's aspects of that that uh, are beneficial and so the idea of recovery is more so reconciling the two halves together into one, you know, unified person, person instead of the two. Because both of them are you. Yeah. But right. Yeah. They're, they're I, just, I am Jekyll you, and I'm yeah. Hyde. Yeah. yeah. And Hyde, when he goes off, he goes off and I'm not, you know, not happy with that stuff. But, mm -hmm. but if I can hone Hyde in, you know, there's, there, so all of that to say, originally curiosity is one of those attributes. You know, mm -hmm. I think there's a number of attributes, but curiosity is one of those. Because Dr. Jekyll version of me is not very curious, very ordered, very traditional conservative, you know, like mm -hmm. stick with what I know. And curiosity is, you know, the opposite of that. So looking back throughout my recovery journey and my addiction um, story and realizing, okay, when I first got introduced to pornography, that one's outside of my control again, that I, you know, have learned to not uh, blame myself for being introduced to that, you know, mm -hmm. outside of my control. But, but when I was first introduced, there was a level of curiosity that uh, the curiosity itself is, is, is inherently neutral, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I think that it can lead down uh, either healthy or unhealthy paths, depending on, you know, how you use it. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that was just something that came to mind for me, you know, all of that to illustrate that I feel like curiosity is one of those things that, um, like I said, is inherently neutral, you know? Yeah. And that if, and I try not to play the what if game I try to play the what now game mm -hmm. these days. Oh, that's good. What now? I like that one. Yeah, too. I, I wish, I, I don't know if I could say I came up with it. I used it at Thea's uh, best man speech at his wedding mm -hmm. and, uh, I feel like that was a God thing because I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but we're thinking what is when we think what do, we should think in what now. Is. Did Kevin Hart have a uh, what now? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was his, that maybe was his thing. maybe Kevin Hart inspired you. Maybe. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to think in what nows. But if I were to play the game of what if, I would look back and I would say um, that 
there there would be a, a better way to um, to rein in my curiosity in a healthy way that didn't lead me down the path that um, I ended up on. You mm-hmm. know? Um, and so a lot of times these days when I think about curiosity and I think about um, how I'm managing it, I'm always kind of thinking about, um, uh, for instance, like I have a, a slogan I've been developing for another project of mine. And the slogan is questions are costly, but not condemning. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm working a lot with um, the concept of spiritual deconstruction in my ministry and um, helping traumatized people, uh, people who've gone through um, very difficult circumstances mentally to the place where they're in a serious crisis mm-hmm. and they're trying to navigate through lots of um, uh, complicated emotions and thoughts and doubts and all that stuff that needs to be, you know, worked, worked out, out piece yeah. by piece slowly, you know. And when I talk about spiritual deconstruction, um, the uh, the concept of curiosity comes up there too. Mm-hmm. Because in a lot of people's stories, it's that they were in an environment where they were, whether explicitly or implicitly, um, um, condemned or um, or suppressed from asking questions, mm-hmm. you know, um, or being too curious, like, well, you know, is Jesus really God? Or, you know, like, how does how does atonement work? Because mm-hmm. I can't think of a parallel like that in, in our lives, you know, or, you know, how do I reconcile this with this other stuff I'm hearing or these other ideas I'm having? And so um, that's why I brought up that, that slogan that I'm um, workshopping, you know, to, to help think about curiosity in a healthier way. Yeah. That um, it's that, they are that questions themselves aren't condemning Mm -hmm. to ask those questions, to have those questions. A lot of times I don't even think it's that's within our control. No, I mean, I I would agree. Like, and I mean, I mean to cut you off, but I agree in terms of the, the aspect of being curious because like, that's a hot topic in terms of like church world. It's like, you don't want to, you don't want to question your pastor. You don't want to question whoever it is. It's like, you want to take whatever they say and at face value, it is what it is rather than being curious for yourself. Yeah. And looking at it and being like, does that really say what that says? Or is that really what the meaning is behind that? So, yeah. no, I, I definitely, I mean, I agree. It's just like, you know, that is something that sometimes you can be either too curious to where you're too much in the weeds of things. Like where a lot of, I feel like a lot of missteps in just Christian culture is like, we get too much in the weeds of a lot of, a lot of things where it's like, th- that's not really it's not really important to the to the overall message because we're getting over too curious about what they actually what they actually truly meant versus hey what is the actual what's the what's just the root of this this situation that they were going through yeah. at a face at a at a baseline level and how can we how can we relate that to our lives rather than being like you said over too curious but again yeah. like I said I feel like it it has that Jekyll and Hyde thing where it, you know if you're too curious it can you can fall into too much too much the weeds and if you're not curious enough yeah. you're not really learning anything because True. you're not asking proper questions. You're not really right. having, you know, scripture says, seek me and you'll find me, you know, knock and the door will be open to you. You know what I mean? And mm. so there is a, there's a, you have to step, you have out, to of step out of your zone comfort zone in to order to, that. in order to, 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 to get where you want to go, you know? Right. Um, 
And so there, there is beauty behind the question. Yeah. But it's, but then there's also, you know, the opposite side of that coin. So I, 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 yeah. I definitely feel you when it, when, when it comes to that, because I, I've, I've seen that a lot just in, you know, in Christian culture and then also just in my, my own life, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to take something that you said, I'm not very good at uh, being present in the moment and thinking on my feet, but I want to try to extrapolate a metaphor from, you talked about being in the weeds. Yeah. And I thought if, uh, if we were to compare it to say an image of someone traveling into like a deep wood, mm-hmm. you know, very thick, um, difficult to navigate. If you just go uh, straight into it recklessly, it's inevitable that you're going to get lost in there and you'll, you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> you'll starve out there in the middle of nowhere as you try to you know, find your way back. Right. But if you're navigating that, um, that wood um, thoughtfully and cautiously, um, still pressing in. Still mm-hmm. taking a step by step further and further in, but uh, mapping your way there, mm-hmm. you know, remembering where you came from and remembering, um, you know, all the different avenues out, you know, you will uh, always um, be safe, yeah. you know. So you're still doing that work to to be curious, to step out into the unknown because you don't know what's behind that next leaf. You don't, don't know what's behind that next trunk, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, behind that bush or that mm-hmm. hedge. So you're always doing that work, but you're still doing, you're doing it in a way where you're not um, uh, losing track of um, uh, the, the safety, right. you know? And uh, so, I mean, that's kind of an abstract way of thinking about curiosity and how we deal with it mm-hmm. daily. But that is kind of how I'm thinking about it now is how can I, in my ministry, for instance, how can I encourage and create a safe place for people to be like Bereans yeah. to question, yeah. to really dig deep, to not assume anything is true. Yeah. Um, to 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 really, I mean, we always have to assume something is true. You know, you you have to have something that you're basing. It. But but never never taking anything for granted as okay. I've never thought about this, but it's true. You know, it's like always yeah. testing everything. How do you do that? How do I create an environment where people are encouraged to do that? And still provide for them enough structure and enough um, safety, enough conservatism mm-hmm. to um, protect them from, uh, I mean, maybe not protect them, but but at least like um, train them or provide an environment for them where um, when things get a little too hectic in mm-hmm. the mind, a little too chaotic, a little bit too deep in the wood, yeah. that they have the ability to kind of pull back and and do what they need to do before they jump I, back in. I think it, it kind of goes to something like, like I said, in early in earlier childhood, right? Like earlier when you're younger, you grow up and you're trying to figure out what the world is, right? So, um, you know, when you're three or four or five years old, you're like trying, you're getting into everything. You're curious. Like I, I know for me, like I was very curious. So like what was in my mom's nightstand? Yeah. So I like go in her nightstand and would like look up stuff. Right. And I remember this one sort of occasion where I was like, oh, there's matches in here. Like, I didn't know what there were matches. I didn't know what they did. I didn't know right. the cause of it. All I knew was like, if I take this match and... You, you know, figured that out in yourself? I did. I was like, <laughs> oh, if I take this man. match and I like strike it Too against this thing... Good, man. Yeah, I was very curious. Like my, <laughs> my mom said I used to meddle. 
but that was her yeah, thing. I was right. I was metal, you know. You're a I was metal kid. Yeah, I was a meddling kid. I was just in everything, and so I took the match and I was like, I'm like, oh, what does this do? And then I struck it and I was like, oh, it sparks. And then I did it again, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually created fire. Yeah, but I didn't know. I mean, you know, I'm three or four or five. And I'm like, oh, this is fire. And then like my mom comes around the corner and like smacks it out of my hand and like was like, boy, what are you doing? Cause I was like close. I was literally like close to her bed. Yes. Right. And she was like, she's like, what are you doing? Don't ever do that. And I'm like, what, what did I do wrong? You know what I mean? Like what, yeah. what, what did I do that prevented me from like, I'm just, I just want to see what it did. But like her, her understanding was like, what you did was you did a match inside of a house near Flammable. flammable material which would caught fire which would set our whole, whole house on fire. so she saw the the added pieces and so what you're saying like in that in that sort of thing is like what do i what can i do to sort of bring that bridge that gap you know what i mean it's like trying to figure out you know where where those pitfalls can be for that for that person you know mm-hmm. um kind of seeing seeing the seeing it a little bit further than they they might would you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's like hey good that you're asking questions good that you're curious let me direct those curiosity questions into the right place so it's like for my mom it's like okay you're curious about matches how they work all right let me take you outside let's build a fire yeah let's build a campfire and like actually interesting actually mm-hmm. actually like show you what it does you so know in that anecdote she is empowering you to do the exploration right but she is kind of placed you in an environment where you're not i'm not <laughs> much risk of yeah of hurting, hurting my of hurting myself you right, know right. and so um, or a bit facts <laughs> or, or my home. Yeah. You right. know, then like last episode, I'll be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> good, good call back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I think in that, you know, really kind of analyzing like, how can we, you know, really tailor our curiosity? Because like you, I, I, I would say, I agree, you know, when it came to, you know, struggles with, you know, pornography and things like that. Um, which I feel like, you know, we as men oftentimes struggle. It, it came from a, 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 a curiosity point of, of not really understanding what, yeah. you know, sex is or all the different things that come with that. What, what is, what is that? You know, my, my dad kind of told me like the, the basis framework, but really, we really didn't get into like the conversations of what mm. these things were, you know? Yeah. And so I'm learning from my friends. I'm, I'm curious. Cause like, I'm, I'm an, another story. Like, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what a virgin was. Yeah. Like, uh, like at I was th- twelve. I'm gonna put him in that. I had <laughs> yeah. twelve or eleven. I, I was yeah, later. twelve or eleven, <laughs> and and like, and I didn't know what like I, I've read him in the Bible all the time. Virgin, I was like, oh, Virgin Mary, cool. Like, right? Oh, what? Okay, whatever. Whatever. Uh, and there's one time where I was in the car with my mom and my brother. I'm always with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I I do hang out with my dad, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I was with my mom and my brother, and we were driving, going to play basketball. And, um, my friends were in the car and they were like asking questions. They're like, Jordan, are you a virgin? And I was like, no. And my mom, like you, it was like, <laughs> my mom was like, boy, what? Like, and I was like, no. And cause I, I thought it was like something bad. And I thought they were going to like rag on me and be like, oh, you're like, yeah, you know, whatever. And I was like, no, I, I'm not. And my mom was like, boy, what? And I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't know what it means. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. And then like, and then, so they were like laughing at me because I didn't know what it meant. So it was like, I was like already getting ragged on anyway, but like, man, you know, but anyways, uh, it was like, so then for me, I was like, okay, now 
now that I, because I, I don't want to look stupid again. Like I don't want to look foolish. So now I'm going to be curious about what, what this is in a, in almost in a negative way, you right. know, in an yeah. unsafe in, place, in an unsafe place because it's like one, I don't want, I was embarrassed. Cause like my mom, I'm like, I don't want to go to you and ask like a question about this because like you just about bit my head off. Right. <laughs> like, and, and then it's like, you know, my friends are the only people who like, I feel like I could, you know, ask those questions because they knew maybe, you know, based on, based on their sort of upbringing and I don't want to, you know, crap on their upbringing or whatever the case may be, you know, cause everybody has the different, different, their parents have different parenting styles. Yeah. Um, and so for me, like I just wasn't exposed to a lot of those, those things. And mm-hmm. so like in that curiosity, I went into that negative, that negative space um, of like looking up things yeah. and being like, Oh, what is this? You know, I heard my friend say this in the hallway. Oh, I want to know what this is. And so as that happened, it sort of then spiraled, you know, into that sort of thing where then you're, you know, then you're starting to spiral into the things that, you know, pornography gives you yeah. of being curious about all these different things that, you know, the whole Pandora's box of unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. or unrealistic things that don't really happen and never happen in a re- reality um, in real life scenario of you being with your, your partner. Yeah. Um, but it's like, because I was curious, I, I distorted my view, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I didn't have a framework where I was placed in the right positions to ask the proper questions about what it, what it was, you know what I mean? Um, so I definitely just, I, I, I would just say like, you know, growing up as, as you grow up, you, you, you ask those five W's, you learn the five W's, you know, who, mm-hmm. what, when, where, and why. And, you know, growing up for me, it was like, I was always asking the question, why, what, why does this do, you know, or what does this do? Or, you know, where are we going? Yeah. You know, or who did what? Or, you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. it's like, you're all, like, I was always, I was, I was, I was, I was a very like, in, into a lot of a lot of things and curious about just life in general, you know. Yeah. Um, and my brother more so than me, my middle brother Andre. Shout out, he was <laughs> even more curious. You know, he was always asking those questions as well. Yeah. Just because, you know. But then at the time, it's like there were certain things that my parents would be like, "You don't need to know where we're going." Like, mm. you know, it's like stay a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know where we're about to go. You know. Um. So, anyways. Yeah. And, you know, uh, what you said about, like, the, um, your, your, the people you're ministering to and how to, like, basically just, like, for them to land somewhere. And it's kind of just piggybacking off of Jordan. But in my head, I think it's one of those things where, let's just say the father, right? Like, a father can teach his son so much, but, until that curiosity comes, you can't really do anything. So mm-hmm. in your in your case with your ministry, it's like, I think there's a point, and I think it's the same with God where we have that freedom. But I think with your ministry, with those guys, it's like, hey, like I'm here, but go, you know? Because it's like, mm. I can't, like you, you said protection, but, you know, we always find a way out of that quote-unquote protection yeah. of safety or yeah. you know this is where i know is safe you know i know i shouldn't leave the house at two o'clock because in the a.m because it may not be safe but mom said you can't leave you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. we always find a way to like i'm um, gonna break out of that safety net but 
with, I mean, with ministry and just with men, I think sometimes we just have to learn from those mistakes. And I think we talked about the last episode about community. I think that's where it, it kind of lands. And it's, it's almost like science. It's kind of hard to mix this and mix that because it's like, ooh, that, you know, but you can't control a person. So no. I think it is that where it's like, hey, man, like whatever you're going through, I, I'm here. I got you. Mm-hmm. And whatever, like if it is slipping in pornography and you like curious, boom, hey, all right, I got you. And it's, I think it is one of those like, I guess the right word is trial and error where it's, but it's not, it's, it's, it's difficult because you don't want to be like, okay, hey, just trial and error, go do stuff and we're just, <laughs> yeah. we'll fix it later. I, I explore. Yeah, uh, just yeah. just yeah. explore yeah. the jungle. Don't, and, don't do that. You know, so it's well, kind of, it's it's kind of hard to yeah. like, how do you communicate yeah. that to be like, yeah. but it's one of those things where you like, and that's why I struggled is being silent and not just saying those things. And it's like, hey, I'm here for you. And then boom, because so I think sometimes even your mentor can, can mess you up because mm-hmm. he starts giving you information and you're like, oh, I didn't really know that, you know? And so I yeah. think it is one of those things where it's like, I guess the best analogy is the Paul and Timothy, right? Like Paul learned from Timothy, Timothy learned from Paul. And so there were some things that Timothy brought to Paul that Paul was like, oh, and there were some things that Paul brought to Timothy that was like, oh, okay. So we're learning from each other versus like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. I know when I was young, my mom said, don't do this. I did it. Because it was just like, but was like I'm, I'm curious now. Because why are you telling yeah. me not to do it? Am I gonna get a spanking? Or yeah. Not? So I think even yeah. with that ministry, and it's like I said, I don't know how to perfectly put it, but as you were talking, and then when Jordan hit, it was like a light bulb. It's like, man, like experience is the worst teacher of all, but man, it's the best because you experience it. It's the cruelest. Yeah, it is. But, you, but then you, you experience it, and you're like. Okay, I don't want to do that again, or oh, maybe I do want to do that again. It's true. And mm-hmm. so, um, and I mean, and that's what kids, it's just like parents want to be so great, but it's just like, hey, you can have to just be there for the kid, literally. Like, I mean, there's a lot of parenting rules, but it's like, man, like, if you sit down with your kid and tell them everything, what not to do, and tell them what to do, like, that kid could be like, right. I think it's what? also just opening it up to their questions, right? So, like, yeah. opening it up to the idea of being questioned and, being able to answer the uh, try to try to figure out how to way to answer the questions. So it's like being curious is no, like I said, there's, there's no, there's no crime in being curious, you know? Right. Um, I think there's a lot of, sometimes there's a lot of shame that, that gets involved because we don't want to ask, like, again, I didn't want to ask the question. I don't want to ask. I don't want to, I don't want to seem yeah. stupid. I don't want to seem idiotic. I wanted to be a part of the crew, you know? And so again, I, I got into what you're saying, D of trial and error, you know? I tried it and oh, I don't want to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Or yeah. I did this. Oh, I don't want to do that again. Um, rather than, you know, asking the questions and being okay with the answers that I was getting, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it, 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 it requires us to humble ourselves and to really, you know, you know, be curious and ask the questions that we want to find the answers. But when we get the answer, being okay with the answer that we get from the people that know, you know, mm. um, and a lot of times I would say like I wasn't okay with the answers that I was getting from people because I was like, I feel like you're wrong, but they weren't, mm. you know. Um, and so, yeah. So again, like I said, I mean, I, I I just think that you know, over time, curiosity is a great thing because it breeds creativity. You know, 
Mm. I really think, I really think that, and, and I, that's just something that I've, I've seen over just the course of my own life that like I've become, as I'm more curious about what I want to do in my life, I get more creative in what I want to do. Um, and, and, and I, and I start to build things. I start to, you know, wonder and try to figure out how to, how to make things better for myself and for the people around me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I just think that, you know, as we are curious, don't allow the curiousness of us to cripple us, but also don't allow it to be such more of a thing where we are acting out of parameters. Mm -hmm. um, have a have a balance, you know. Go to somebody who knows a little bit more than you. Be able to humble yourself and say, man, they might know a little bit more than me on this subject. And I feel like if they're telling me that, <laughs> that this ain't it, you know, this ain't it, you know, like... And, and, and trust and believe that, you know, mm. um, because when you don't and when you're sort of in that space where you begin to try to, you know, do it on your own, it don't work out too well. I mean, which is I, like, yeah. which, which again, I mean, it, it goes back to scripture, right? I mean, in the, in the opening in Genesis with Adam and Eve, you know, she was curious about the land, right? And so, you know, she went out and was just like, oh, what's what's out here? And Adam knew the land, knew the scope of the land. But she was like, oh, what's what's this tree? What does this do? Hmm. You know, and he was like, eat of that. It's good for you. You know, and so not really knowing that it ain't really good for you. <laughs> yeah. What you're what you're curious about is is the very thing that might. Like kill you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, and that, and that's why I said, because like, like, and I, and I, I go back to, you know, pornography and things like that. Like, because I was curious, I was, I was, when I was with my friends, like I was, I was into the, like watching, you know, the, it started small. Like it was just like, Oh, like late night is they show this at late night. Okay. Right. Like, um, you know, they showed like late night infomercials for, uh, this thing called girls gone wild. And like mm -hmm. they didn't show anything, right? Like in terms of they they blurred it out and all those different things, but that was that's a gateway. And right. so like when I when I when I found that out, I was like, oh, wow, that's that exists, and and there's people that do like whoa, that that just it opened my mind. But I was shown that by someone else because I was curious about like what is this, you know what I mean? Versus like trusting my parents when we had the conversation of, or trusting my dad when we had the conversation at sixteen about. Hey, this is this is what sex is. This is what you know. All these different things are, and they're supposed to be in the confines of marriage because, you know, that's 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 where it thrives the best, and that's where God designed it to thrive the best. Um, and because we have distorted that, you know, it is now something that gets corrupted. Um, and so I didn't trust him. <laughs> Mm. because it was like oh you know and so yeah and that opened up that it opened up pandora's box because of just being just wanting to wanting to fit in with with my friends or wanting to sound not sound stupid when yeah. they're talking about whatever you know locker room talk or whatever things we talk, we talked about as boys you know growing up i don't want to be one of those kids where like you don't know what that means 
because again, I'm going back to my traumatic situation of, right. you know, asking the question of what being a virgin is. And so it's a um, delicate balance. It's a delicate balance that you have to really, you have to really understand that, you know, what, what, what you're doing because you can, you can, you can go off the rails really quick. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, again, back to that like responsibility placement thing, it's like, I'm thinking part of the reason why you isolated in your curiosity at that time was because of the historic emotional trauma of being found out to not know something mm -hmm. like with your friends in the car. But even before that, like when your mom responded um, quickly to the match incident, you know, is uh, that kind of stuff too is, can leave a mark. Right. You know? And it's, I mean, of course in the moment, you know, I have a lot of grace for parents like your mom because Mm -hmm. What do you, I mean, there's you real do? danger here, right. you know, so, but, uh, but you don't always take it that way, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> right? No, I don't. So we're in this weird uh, place now where it's like, ideally your community around you would respond better to your curiosity or your lack of understanding mm -hmm. to where it doesn't, where they still remain a safe place moving forward. So whenever you have more of those moments, it's okay. And you're okay with being in them in that instead of going off on your own and doing your own research and stuff isolated because mm -hmm. you're scared of being embarrassed or you're scared of being, uh, you know, ridiculed or rebuked or whatever it is, you know, criticized. I also struggle uh, with the, the balance, the understanding of, you know, um, just trusting uh, what someone has to say, you know, because there's a part of me that thinks if it doesn't make sense to you, I, I mean, a good teacher um, should be able to sit with you and uh, talk with you through those points mm -hmm. to a place where you're you're seeing the picture, yeah. you know, instead of just taking it at face value or, you know, just trusting them even though you don't get it, you know. I, I don't, like, for instance, when I think about... Um, I mean, when I was saying, like, trusting what the person says, I hope that they're doing that. I hope yeah. that they're walking with that person. Like we talked about, you know, that that's a yeah. healthy way to, to help somebody with curiosity. You don't just leave them on their own vices and be like, yeah, go figure it out for yourself. <laughs> or uh, just and, like, this yeah. is what it is. Yeah. By any means. Take it. Yeah. I'm by an any means, expert. Yeah. I, I'm definitely not saying that. I, yeah. I think that no, I a proper, a proper person would, <clears throat> excuse me, a proper person would sit with that person and actually walk with them through that, you know, and when they have new questions, be able to, they, they themselves, you know, make sure they're, they, they're up to speed yeah, and, 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 and learn, you know, of like, um, when I think about curiosity and another thing that I thought about was, um, the way that Jesus kind of hacks <laughs> people's curiosity as a, a way of drawing, uh, them closer to him. So it's a relational tactic mm -hmm. of like, just like at maybe like the horse, like you've got like fodder or something in your mm -hmm. hand and you kind of just, just leave it out there and, you know, you know, let them sniff and, you know, uh, draw closer and say, yeah, come on, come on, come on, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And yeah. so he's, uh, cause he, I mean, that's how he structures a lot of his teaching, um, during his mission, you know, he's giving parables of stuff that I don't know. Have you guys ever taken the time to like think about the nature of a lot of his parables? They're like, all questions that people ask. Well, they're, yeah. they're no, they're, they're simple stuff that everybody knows. Yeah. 
It's like when you spread seed on the ground, if you spread it on the road, it's not going to grow. Can you imagine like speaking that to a community of farmers? It's like, okay. Just a hair scratcher. (laughs) So that's why he's always following it up with like, he who has ears, let him hear. That's Mm -hmm. like one of his, you know, key slogans to get people to like think twice. Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you something that is obvious. Yeah. Okay, I'm teaching you first grade stuff. All right, you're a 30 year old adult, and you've knew, known this since you were a, a, a babe. Right. So, so you know, why don't you ask me a little bit more? Like, why am mm-hmm. I doing that? You know. And so he uses that curiosity as a form of you know developing relationship, um, and and not only that, but also teaching. You know, mm-hmm. like going in depth and like walking through with them the intricacies of his logic you know, and his, his metaphor and his, his illustrations to teach a, you know, a deeper, more profound truth, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess I'm talking from an ideal world because as I'm moving out in ministry more and more, I I would like to test myself and, and improve to be more and more of that ideal teacher where mm-hmm. it's like when someone's curious, even to the point of doing something like on the brink of danger, destruction, you know, tipping off a, a dangerous edge responding in immediacy but still gentleness you know <laughs> again i'm i mean i'm talking like i can be jesus here yeah. but but this is the goal right is mm-hmm. becoming more and more like that you know to where i can i can demonstrate uh both uh you know uh like here's here laying it out in a uh in a strong way here mm-hmm. confident way here's what I see and here's why I think that this is the truth. Mm-hmm. A, B, C, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And also like working through with them when they don't see it that way. And, you know, having that conversation anyway. I did have, I had a person who I, I was friends with um, and he asked me a question. He was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm thinking about trying this type of drug. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just curious about what it is. And, I had tried that particular drug that he was, you know, wanting to try. And I was like, hey, man, I know you're probably curious about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know, here's, here, here, are the, here are the dangers to that, mm. what you're about to get into and what you're looking into, you know. This is, this is something that will breed this or it will breed this. And if you choose to, to do this, like, this is what's going to happen when that happens because I I've been there, you know? Yeah. And it was by him asking the questions of like, Oh, so when I do this, like this happens, I'm like, yes, this will like that action will happen. Yeah. Like every time. Um, and it was only by when he was asking those questions, as I led him down there, like you said, like you said, just a few minutes ago, as I led him down that road, he finally was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, bro. Like that, that's not the move. Because, right. you know, um, that, that just doesn't, it's not going to, it's not going to give what you're looking for, you know, mm. and you're looking for this, like, you know, awesome, happy thing. And it's like, that's not, that, that's only going to make, yeah, that, yeah, it does that. But then that's also going to ruin your life. And here's how it's going to ruin your life. I would love to foster you curiosity know? that way. And it's also going to, it's also going to, you know, take you down a road that not too many people come back from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and when I, when I laid it to him out like that and not shamed him for asking the question or not shamed him for the idea of wanting to try it, yeah, you know, I was just like, Hey man, 
if you ever get yourself in that position where you do do it and like, please call me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I don't want you to be in any predicament where you don't, you know. So anyways, yeah. that's just a, a little short little story of just to kind of, you know, sort of place that in the right space of what curiosity and active curiosity looks like of, you know, two guys who were like, who've been in different situations. One who has never done that and is like, I'm curious about it, you know? Yeah. Um, and one who's just been like, hey, bro, they need to move. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, and man, I was just, just looking at it, just curious ah. at the word uh, curiosity. And, you know, this is just, I just Googled it, but it says a strong desire to know or learn something. Um, and it's crazy because, like, I think I look at curiosity as, like, I'm not trying to learn. I'm not trying to learn anything, you know? Like, yeah. um, and you said it earlier about just trying to learn something. But like you said, Danny, it's like there's a, like a positive and negative side to it. So it's just like, like when we go back to the church thing, it's like, bro, no, you need to be curious. Whatever that pastor says, you need to be curious. Like, hey, is this is this really real? Because, we, you know, the Bible talks about false prophets. So it's like, hey, you need to be curious about what they're saying or yeah. how they're saying it. But it's easy to just be like, oh yeah, he, he's got it. He's, he's you know, mm -hmm. gifted by God and stuff like that. And I think that's, that's, and then that's, that's good to trust. But, you know, I think that's where you build that, um, the body of armor, right? That's where you build a body of armor where you go into the word and you kind of strengthen yourself with the sword and the, the yeah. breastplate. And, um, and so I think those curiosities lead to those like, positive things and mm -hmm. even those negative things like your boy with the drugs it's like you know like i said earlier it's just it's so hard to be like hey this is what this is the warning symbol but mm -hmm. like if you do it or you got you know whatever you do like i'm here you know so mm -hmm. it's like it's like bro i don't want you to do it and i think jesus just shows us that too you know but yeah. that freedom that freedom really gets us it like bites us in the in the in the back where it's like ah mm. you know and but it's just you just want to like um uh, what is that is that mulan i want to know <laughs> can you show you know and it's just you just want to know tarzan tarzan, tarzan. Yeah. okay i was like man it's one of the tarzan Wrong movie, you were watching though. that yeah. recently i was that yeah <laughs> that goes hard that soundtrack that's oh yeah, that's that's that trick was you know for, for something like Can that because he he's curious. I wanna know about yeah, maybe these we strangers put like me <laughs> for this episode. Tell me, mom, my mom. Can you show me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something familiar about these strangers like so, me? Sorry, I just went into yeah low key song because that. But yeah, I mean that's just that's just that's just really tough, and yeah. it's and it's tough, but it's it's so fruitful at the same time. But it's. It's a process that's so weird, you know. Yeah. I mean, even like, I don't know, I don't know what I was watching on Hulu, but it was like uh, alcoholic, um, alcoholics were just the, 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 the whole twelve step program. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, like you can't just zoom to twelve steps. Like no. it's a process. Like right. you're going to fail, but you just trust the process, and then I think that's where it gets tough. Sorry, going back to Tarzan. <laughs> brother it just hit me because uh, for real when he was okay yeah yeah for what he's talking about what literally what he's talking about just in terms of the curiosity part uh -huh. and, and i really i really think it like kind of bodes well to the, the fact of what we're talking about in terms of how there's two parallels so like you know you had tarzan was very curious about the people who looked like him and so he's yes. like he like after the warning and danger of what 
you know, Kerchak said was like, we're not going to interact with them. Stay away from them. Right. Like they're dangerous. He didn't know that they're dangerous. He doesn't know that like, you know, three of the, two out of three of the people were not dangerous, but he was just like, stay away from all of them mm. because they're all dangerous to us. Right. So do not interact. And, you know, Tarzan was like, bruh, what? <laughs> I'm going to go interact with them and I'm going to be curious. And I'm going to see what's, what, what it's like, you know? And even the, even the apes, you know, have, that's how they made the little, you know, jamming in the camp site. You know, yeah. they were curious about, oh, this makes that sound. Oh, word. This does this. Oh, now we, now we're going to make a song. Yeah. Do it. That was covered by NSYNC. That was covered yeah. by NSYNC. <laughs> you know, because they were curious about these, these different, these different items. Right. Um, but after that interaction, you know, the curiosity that he had sort of bled into, okay, now I'm going to take it back and be like, hey, family, you, you guys should be introduced to these people. Mm. But not really realizing that you're in, you're introducing something to something to where people aren't prepared for, yeah. Um, because you know you had Clayton in the background, like, <laughs> yeah. Bet, thank you for showing me your crib. <laughs> I'm about to take all y'all hostage. Yeah, you know. Um, so it just it, it that sort of point, um, kind of kind of bode well because it, it like they were both right. You know. They both had certain certain aspects where Kerchak was like, these people are dangerous because you just, you brought them in and now they're about to come. You don't even know that one of them is about to come back and, and hold us captive. Um, but then also from Tarzan's side, it's like there's some of them that just really wanted to, you know, see what, see an ape in person, see what they look like, see, you know how they involve in their habitat was what's yeah. their habitat look like study of to, stu ape. to yeah. study the ape, you know, to study to learn the, something. Yeah, yeah. To learn, like you said, to learn something, you know, yeah. And to really understand it. Um, and so I, I really think that, that, like you said, like too much curiosity, you know, can, can lead there. And then also the other side of, you know, not being afraid yeah. to, to, to step in, you know, to that. So anyways, and then, Disney movies be teaching you stuff. I mean, but <laughs> and so when you said that, yeah, when he yeah. said that, I was like over ding, here, ding, like ding. I, ding ding ding. I just I just watched that movie. And, and I mean, and the, I'm I'm going to start with the Tarzan. This one, but <laughs> the Tarzan, the, what you were saying, the thing with Tarzan was in a hard spot because Tarzan did not look like the apes. Now he's seeing somebody that looks like him, and it's yeah, it's a whole curiosity of it. And right. I'm not sure if that's a best metaphor for even our lives in general, but sometimes it is that, man, they look like me. They, they do whatever that, that they do is. Yeah. It's just like Tarzan. He was just curious. Cause like, man, like they got the same skin as me. They got hair like me or whatever the comparison is. So he's curious of something that he's thinking is great, but man, like they about to go to town on my family, the mm -hmm. apes quote unquote. And so it's just, you know, it's a, it's a rocky, rocky spot. And it's, I mean, I go back to Robert Frost, you know, so it's two roads that, you know, that diverse and, you know, one's less traveled and one's traveled. So, mm. um, never thought I'd bring Robert Frost back, but he, he's, <laughs> he's the man. If y'all ever just need a poem or something, just yeah. Robert Frost. Yeah. Man. But who would have thought Tarzan would? Who would have thought come Tarzan would come into this? Come into I'm, this. I'm shocked. Yeah. But I, <laughs> Sorry for the references. Yeah. Sorry for the references to people who are listening. They're probably looking at us like maybe. What? Maybe that should have <laughs> been that like the, the before, you know, yeah. Yeah. the pre the pre talk. But because 
Maybe that's next time we'll talk about uh, Disney Disney classics. Yeah. Yeah. We'll snip it out and just put it, you know, put it in there in front. So who knows? Um, But I mean, man, so for me, like I said, that definition kind of really kind of helped. And as you guys were talking, just really just kind of just thinking on it. And what you said, Danny, was um, the what if and what now. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, with relationships, precisely, and I think even when we talked about it um, in a couple episodes about my relationships in high school, yeah, a lot of it is was my curiosities were solely deep dug into what if, you know, mm. it was just like the ideas and the the curiosities, and yeah, I never really thought about now. It's just like what if, and as I got older. In other relationships, it was the same thing. It was like, it was a mixture of contentment and curiosity and what if. And most of the time, those what ifs were just so impo- um, so impulsive that the what the now was like non-existent. It was like the now was the past and the what if is the, yeah. is the present, the present you right, know? Right. Um, and so, man... I look back even just in a couple of years, like I really struggle with that because, um, you know, I talked about last episode with family issues, but, and I'm still not figuring out what the root is, but um, it's that, that what if in the contentment of whatever it is, you know, like not having, and I think most of the time for me, that curiosity was also stemming from something that I did not have, mm. you know? And it's like, why would I want to have it? Or if I did need it, I would have had it. But it's like, oh, well, if I go get it, I can have it. But maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. But the curiosity is, um, say it again, like it's like the Robert Frost because it's like, it's just two roses. You don't really know where they really go until you travel them, you know? Mm. And I think a lot of that what if really, really rocked me um, just in my life because the what ifs, just, I just, uh, what's those algae fish? That the fish, yes, I just think it's called an algae fish where they eat algae okay. and just go to town. Yeah. Like it ain't nothing else. Just, <laughs> yeah. And I think I just sucked myself into that what if so deep that like everything that I knew that was there, that was supporting for me, that was um, good, you yeah. know? Like when you go back to Adam and Eve, man, Adam, Eve. Everything that Jesus said, what did he say? It's good. It's good. Yeah. Like there was no real reason for her to bite that apple because everything that was around her was good. Mm. But I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 weird, but I find myself like Eve, like like the what if was appealing. Yeah. And I feel like over and over again, like Tim McGraw, I find myself biting that apple, you know, and just seeing things that I probably shouldn't have seen or went down roads that I've never seen. And I don't know if I caught that Tim McGraw reference. Shout out to him. <laughs> no, um, no. Over and over again in my head. I, I, have, I, have to yeah. chew on, I have to chew on your references sometimes because I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Tim McGraw. <laughs> Tim McGraw from Nelly. Over and over again in my head. I think she's leaving. Yeah, we'll okay. play that. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it after this. That was yeah. my middle school song after a breakup. <laughs> I just listen to book over and over again. Wow. But yeah, man, I was, I mean, like I said, I really did struggle with that. And I think even now, I don't think I really dealt with it because mm. I think I'm still continuously curious. And I'm, and maybe I've 
deceive myself that thinking my curiosity is good or is I'm learning something. But then if I'm honest with myself, I feel like I'm digging myself into these holes where it's like, bro, mm. this wasn't it. Or maybe, you know, but then even now it's like, maybe I should have, could have, would have, you know, and that's, that's been some, those, those, those three words has been like a detriment to, to me because yeah. I just jump on and then dive through that versus like you said, going into it and having some kind of like parameters. parameters. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, there's been some mistakes I've done and man, I'm not happy about them at all, but I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, life is like a forest. You just got to go through it. And mm. sometimes you can't go back and, you know, you are lost or you are whatever that case may be. But yeah, I think sometimes you, you just have to man, forgive yourself. And that's one of the hardest things when you're curious about something bad, mm-hmm. you just, I know for me, I instantly just, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. I knew, I know better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know better, mm-hmm. you know? And, but it's something about that curiosity that just rocks it, you know? Um, you talked about relationships and kind of living in what if land. And I'm curious, like, moving forward, like in, in future relationships, do you have an idea of practically what it would be to put parameters around yourself or what you, what you could do to, to help prevent yourself from, you know, impulsively moving into that space too quickly or. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing with, from my look back now and just using that curiosity as far as the learning. Yeah. Is man, I think men in general, just like across the board, we have to close some doors that, wasn't meant to be back open, you know? And that's where I struggled at. I opened some doors that was closed, but just that curiosity. So it is like, um, and I was like, for example, like if you if you broke up with someone and then you try to date someone else, but that, that door is like cracked a little bit, I think it is that, man, you got to go and like, hey, shut this door and close it. Because if you leave it open a little bit, man, it's, and at least for me, that little bit of space is mm. I'll bust it open and like, what if, what if? Because I left, I mean, some of those relationships, um, I've left those doors open and that's what, that's what killed me. Yeah. And now, now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Like, why did I not shut that door? Why did I just leave it as it was and just think, well, if I move on, it'd be okay. Like, mm. Um, mm. and it wasn't because... I never shut the door. It was, there was a, so always a little bit of a yeah, call in the back. Yeah. There was a little, uh, what's the pixie dust that's still just remaining, just following me. Like, Oh, you remember that? And so, yeah. Um, I think, I think for me in future is closing those doors, but also just, man, just, just, and contentment is so rough for me. Because growing up, it's like, hey, you got to get this. Hey, we get that. Hey, we get this. Hey, keep betting yourself. Keep, keep, keep. And so contentment has always been rough because it's like, when do I stop? Like, when am I really content? When is enough enough? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's financially, right? Like, everybody's like, oh, 100K a year is a lot. But you know what I'm saying? It's always we want more and more and more. Um, and so, I don't know. I'm, 
but for, as far as future relationships, it is like, man, just taking like right now, I'm just like trying to learn how to figure out me and be okay with me. And I'm so still open, but I think I'm in a spot where I'm like, man, D, if you can't take care of yourself for a little bit, like how are you going to be in something, a relationship that you need to take care of someone a lot of it, you know? Mm. And I th- I think I've always just jumped over the bridge and was like, oh, let's just do it. And never really just like, hey, D, what are you, what are you feeling? What are you um, wanting to do? Instead of people pleasing, like what are yeah. you, what are you thinking? And I mean, I think that time alone, like I live alone, and that time alone is weird for me because I like attention. I like to be a center of attention, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think as a man, we've got to learn how to be alone in a sense of a healthy way, you know. Um, to man, it, if it is working out, if it is like writing um you know those those therapeutic things that can just strengthen us um and then to be okay with us um and i i I don't know i think it was matt chandler um he said something about it's okay not to be okay just not for long and that really resonated with me because i would fight myself like man i shouldn't be okay i should be better than this but i just needed to sit and be not okay you know, and I mean, that leads into, you know, that's probably one of the topic with depression, anxiety. But as a man, we got to be like, hey, bro, it's okay not to be okay. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously the downward spiral and just constantly over and over again is not the best. But just be like, hey, you know what, bro? I'm feeling depressed today. Right. And just being okay with it for this moment or whatever period of time. But the danger, and I'm speaking to myself, is when you just... Um, in dwelling, you just mm. in there, and so um, I'm not sure if I totally answered that question, but no, I feel like um, you did. that's that's yeah. that's where I'm at, and and I think overall too is just you know, man, I love just being on this cast because um, it's creating that brotherhood, it's creating that community, um, and just that that spot to just open up and say, look, hey, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm going through, and this is where I struggle at because. Um, I mean, I wonder how many men don't have that spot, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's why I want, that's why we kind of encourage people to man comment, like dudes, whatever it is, email. If you don't want to see it on the, on the platform, yeah, man, get it out because um, pictures speak thousand words, but man, words speak power too. You know, the power of the tongue is powerful. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think we don't, I mean, we do, like we do talk, but it's just, there's a difference in talking about sports yeah. and finances and, and Bitcoin than to be like, hey, I'm struggling with pornography. I'm struggling with commitment, I'm, you know, yeah. and just really just getting to the uppercut conversations versus like the little jab conversations where it's like, oh yeah, the worries are great, but what about this? And, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and I mean, I find myself guilty of that too, but man, I just need to just be honest with myself, really. Yeah. And say, hey, bro, you are, you know, going through something and it's okay. Yeah. I think, like you said, just in curiosity in terms of just relationships, really, you know, asking the right questions before you get yourself into that position and asking the right people who've been there longer than you have. Mm. So people who've been, you know, 
you know, 50 plus years in a marriage, it's like, those are the people you need to be talking to because they've, they've put in sweat equity and they know they're, they're experts on the topic. People who've been, you know, even people who've been in relationships, you know, for 10 years, five years, you know, you gotta, you gotta ask the right questions to the right people because those are the people that are going to place the parameters that you're, that you're looking for and be able to, um, you know, we're going through a relationship talk um, here at Shoreline and one of, um, they had a panel and one of the, uh, one of the guys named Chris, he, he said, man, you know, dating, there's no, there's no sort of aspect on, you know, you're, you're curious about a lot of things, you know, there's no sort of parameters that are set behind it, but you have to go in there with a covering. You have to have people that are behind you. You have to have a team of people who you can rely on when things, when you have questions about certain things or why can't we do this or what should we do here? Or, Hey, we're, we're struggling in this area. How can we, you know, move here? So, um, I think like you said, just, just asking those right questions and not being afraid. Um, I don't know, uh, not being afraid to, to not know, you know, as well, you know, yeah. Um, be willing to learn and be willing to, you know, sometimes fail and be able to accept, you know, that failure, but then also being able to, you know, get that, that right correction from the people who are going to correct you when you do fail, you know, not run away from that, not shy away from the correction that's going to come based on what needs to happen. Cause for me, like I said, going, going way back to what we're talking about when I was talking about with my mom, the correction came, Hey Jordan, don't ever do that again. Don't ever let him match in the house because when you do, you're going to set the house on fire. Mm. Here's what you're going to do next time go outside and we're going to build a campfire or we're going to put you in boy scouts mm. and we're going to show you the proper way of making a fire and that way you can light all the matches you want and throw them in there because you know how to you know the proper way of making a campfire yeah so um like i said the curiosity breeds creativity because you know that just i mean throughout time and and what we've had right now like that's why we that's why we have all so many, you know, things that have happened technology wise because of our curiosity in space and what what that's what that's bred, you know, what that has, that has done. Um our curiosity, you know, when it came to us coming, you know, um, you know, to the Americas, uh, and I would say us lightly, loosely. <laughs> uh but shout out to Columbus um, Columbus. But anyways, the, 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 the American, uh, the American expansion, um, you know, was bred out of curiosity, you know, and also, you know, religious persecution, but they were wanting to, to see what it was like, you know, this, this American experience is, is, is a curiosity project almost because it's like, mm. Hey, what is a land where we're free and where we, you know, you know, everybody is on an equal playing field and everybody is, you know, having the same sort of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, you know, that sort of thing. So um, I feel like we said a lot. <laughs> yeah. And um, hopefully, like I said, as you guys, listeners, people who've listened, um, hopefully you guys gain something out of this, this conversation that we've had. I think, um, Hopefully it breathes questions that you guys want to ask. Mm. Also, hopefully if, if you guys disagreed with anything that we said, 
you know, feel free to to tell us things that y'all disagree. You know, we, we're not, I'm not going to call myself an expert. Uh, I, I would say that I, I'm very knowledgeable, but if anything that I said that you don't align with, let me know. And I love to, to have an open dialogue, open conversation because iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And one man sharpens another. So, um, any, uh, other closeout announcements we got? Any, any last words? Last, last thoughts regarding curiosity. Yeah. Last thoughts, last words, last announcements. I think we covered it. Yeah. We, we really hit the, the hammer on the nail. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say a cool little bar, um, what Jordan said, man, we're just, man, we're just dudes. Um, and I think Andy said it best, man, we're just, we're just some beggars just trying to show people where their bread is. My, my boy on another quote. You know, <laughs> leave it to D, bro. I can't leave help it. it. It's just in my blood. That was another one too. Sean Mendez is in my blood. <laughs> okay, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, closing thoughts, man. Um, man, curiosity can definitely go good or bad, but um, I think it's, I think overall it is the action after the curiosity that really mm-hmm. just makes the um, domino. Uh, either fall or be caught um, yeah. and that effect really happen. Or maybe it's like the firework, you know, if it goes off or not, um, it can be a big boom or a small boom. So, man, if you are curious, man, search out, search out to people. Um, yeah. But, man, That's man most of that, most of the biggest one is that, that, that action and the consequence. I mean, with your story, Jordan, Man, if you light, lit that bit on fire, man, that's a huge consequence. Yeah. You know? So um, curiosity comes with consequences. It also comes with glory. Um, but Doing overall, it it's the action. Not in isolation. So yeah. it's like something that we've definitely landed on. Yeah, yeah, That helps kind of bridle curiosity to, to make it safer, you know? Mm-hmm. Prevent some of the fallout. In line with what you were just saying, D, the Q&A question that we developed for this episode um, that we'd love you, listener, to engage with is, um, what was a time when curiosity led you down a positive path and another when it led you down a negative one? So we'd love to see that spectrum for you guys too, um, how you guys kind of conceptualize your past curiosity and how it's, uh, was it uh, was it the uh, match lighting incident or <laughs> yeah or or was it uh something you know that yielded uh something really good for you yeah um yeah i mean other than that i mean of course like always uh i was an space exploration yeah exploration that's why i love star trek that's another conversation <laughs> and we're not going to go down that hole right now Pause. but uh just stop just stop <laughs> but uh, i that's definitely a reason why star trek franchise has always been very appealing to me the uh, endless discovery but uh, anyway so um follow us on uh, socials i mean you can find us at unbottled underscore pod at uh all of the main stuff at least instagram tiktok youtube facebook uh, facebook now facebook slightly different handle because it doesn't let me use underscores so it's just unbottled pod but uh you should find us uh, anyway. We'll have the same uh, images and branding across everything. So, If you want to go to where all those things are clickable and shareable and we have a website. So yeah. you can click that website and everything, you can click everywhere and it'll take you everywhere. So yeah. goldenapples.art forward slash unbottled and you'll get 
everything. All our episodes drop there. Literally every link to every everything. streaming platform <laughs> is there. Show notes are there. Um, so yeah. Uh, and uh, we'd, we'd really be excited um, if you um, found some of this material helpful um, sharing it with somebody. Yeah. Um, maybe you're another dude who knows a guy who's um, dealing with curiosity, maybe asking questions, doubting, uh, exploring, you know, going out into the, into the deep waters um, in whatever that looks like. Um, send it to him. And uh, same goes for, for anybody else listening, you know. Um, other than that, I mean, I think, I think that we're, that's, that's it. I think we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to Unbottled. Yeah. And we poured that thing out. We, did. we poured that thing out. It's empty. That bottle empty. That bottle is empty. Maybe we should come up with another slogan <laughs> <laughs> when things are over. Hey, we'll, we'll figure that we'll out. We'll figure that out. All right. Love you guys. Yeah. Appreciate y'all for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.